Well, and we got breaking news, Gabe. I guess we can call Robert Kraft. Uh, we're going to call him Teflon Bob because he's a very happy and lucky man today. The New England Patriot owner uh, got his defense team to suppress the public release of that video evidence of the Pats owner in a solicitation of prostitution case. So the next step, Kraft's attorneys are now expected to file a motion to dismiss the case due to a lack of evidence. Wow, this guy, he's always winning. Kevin Durant will not be back for Game 1 of the Western Finals versus the Blazers. KD forced to miss Game 1 due to the calf injury. He's going to be reevaluated on Thursday and doubtful for Game 2 as well, likely back for Game 3. Golden State, uh, yeah, what can we say about Durant? He's been the, he's the spark plug, 34.2 points in 39.1 minutes so far in the postseason. The Warriors making their fifth straight conference appearance. Portland's first since 2000. Got to love it, too. And the first time brothers squaring off in a conference final, Steph Curry battles brother Seth Curry. Golden State game one, seven and a half over under 219. Game tips off at nine o'clock. Series price, it's a big one. Golden State minus 525. If you like Portland, you'll get plus 400. The Raptors and the Bucks in Milwaukee for game one, Wednesday night, 830 bucks in game one, minus six and a half, total 218. And uh, the series price, Milwaukee laying 300. Raptors 240, plus 240 on the take back. Live odds of the final four teams to win it all. Golden State minus 175 for the championship. Bucks plus 225. Raptors 850. And Portland 18 to 1. Michigan's John Beeline has agreed to become the Cleveland Cavaliers' next coach. The two sides coming to terms on a five year contract. That, according to ESPN, Cleveland will provide Beeline his first crack at the NBA for the 66 year old who flourished at the NCAA level. He helped mold the Michigan Wolverines in one of the nation's top programs, leading them to nine NCAA tournament appearances in 12 years and two national championships since 2013. Cleveland now focusing on that NBA draft lottery. They have a 14% chance of landing the top pick. Let's take a look at tonight's MLB schedule. This one might get rained out. We talked about it with Gabe here in New York City. We got the Yanks and Orioles slated for 635, so early start, too. Yankees are minus 250, total 8.5 Hess versus Sessa. 705, we got Milwaukee and Philly. Phil's laying a buck 68.5, Peralta and Nola. 710 baseball action. Houston minus 160 at Detroit, total 8.5. Peacock and Boyd, 740, the Angels in Minnesota. The Twins laying 50 cents. Nine is your over under Skaggs and Berrios. 810, Cleveland minus 160 at the Chicago White Sox in that baseball game. We got Bieber and Lopez. 940, Pittsburgh at Arizona. The D-backs minus 180. Total 9, Kingham and Ray in the 10-10 final game on the slate. Oakland at Seattle. The Mariners are minus 125, over under 9. Fires coming off a no-hitter against Kikuchi. The Oakland A's designated first baseman Kendris Morales for assignment less than two months after trading for him from the Toronto Blue Jays. NFL news, the Seahawks expected to sign quarterback Geno Smith to back up Russell Wilson. He started just two games since 2015. Also with the Minnesota Vikings, it looks like uh, tight end Kyle Rudolph is going to be on the trade uh, trade block. These guys are up against the cap, and he's owned uh, $7.8 million, too, so it looks like they're trying to put a package together for the tight end. Doug Baldwin from the Seahawks also retiring from the NFL on Twitter just days after being released. Prosecutors have dropped felony robbery and misdemeanor charges against former UFC lightweight champion Conor McGregor. In March, McGregor captured on video getting in an altercation with a fan, Ahmed Abzerzak. Conor slapped the phone out of the man's hand, stomped on it, smashed it. Instead of a trip to court, they've settled. So he's going to be getting some money. One game in the NHL playoffs tonight, 9 o'clock. We talked about this one. Good one. St. Louis at San Jose. SJ Sharkey minus a buck 35, total five and a half. San Jose up one to nothing in the series. Live odds to win the cup. Boston plus 100. Sharks plus 165. St. Louis six to one. And the bunch of jerks. Carolina 14 to one. Double IHF hockey scores today. Canada beat Slovakia six to five. Mark Stone the winner with two seconds left. And Team USA, big win over Finland three to two in overtime. 
June Jones heading to leaving the Hamilton Tiger Cats for an XFL coaching job. According to John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, Jones reportedly set to join the Houston franchise slated for play in 2020. Serena Williams, a winner today in round one of the Italian Open. And Dustin, uh, Justin Thomas at 20 to 1 has withdrawn from this week's PGA Championship at Bethpage Black. Dustin Johnson's Brooke Kepska, they're the they're the favorites right now. Eleven to one. Tiger Woods, twelve to one to win the tournament. And NFL news here: J.J. Watt and T.J. Watt are teaming up for a new competition reality series based on the playground game Tag. This is going to be on Fox in 2020. It's called Ultimate Tag. It's Gabe Morenci. He hosts Hour Three. I'm Cam Stewart. Hey, big man on campus drops by. We'll talk to him about the Raptor Sixers series and the NBA future. So stick around, everybody. Hour Three of Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time decisions. decisions. All right, we just heard Cam talk about J.J. Watt. So in other words, he doesn't care about football anymore. No, tag, you're it. Yeah, guys talking about TV shows and and all this other stuff. Robert Kraft off the top, Robert Kraft. They're throwing out the tape. This guy, you got to love this guy. He's unbelievable. Like, nothing sticks to Robert Clapp. That's what I call him. Teflon, Teflon Rob. Not Don. I, this guy, I, 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 knew we, I knew that tape. He knew nothing would happen. happen. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> He's like Illuminati, this guy, though. Hmm? They've overreacted. I mean, for yeah, for I what know, it, but still, like the guy. I'm just saying, though, like not even community. He's like, he's actually smart. Like he called their bluff and said, you know what? No, like remember, they wanted to make a deal. He's like, screw you, we're not making a deal. And now look how you get the case thrown out. Win, win. All they do is win, win, win. The Patriots and their owner. He's a yeah. winner. Nobody, um, nobody needed to see that tape. <laughs> I don't oh, need God, to see God. it. I know. Eater, eater. Yeah, Robert Kraft naked. No thanks. And, and even for the humiliation, I mean, that's all the only reason that this any of this was done was just to embarrass him. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't, uh, you know, it, the whole thing was ridiculous. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I don't have a problem with not seeing the tape, but yep. as you anyway. stated, I knew he wasn't going to get squeezed in court by these people. Oh, scot-free, great attorney. Like, he, he was already a winner. And then you picture him with his money with his attorneys. They basically said, nope. This was done illegally. We're throwing out the tape. And my client now, we will suppress the evidence. And uh, you have nothing. This was your case. See ya. Just like him and and Edelman. Edelman, uh, PEDs, and wins the uh, the MVP of the Super Bowl. No problem. You said it, buddy. Some people just find ways to get it Um, All right. So, Cam, I mentioned this. So, a man has been arrested. I don't know why they arrested him. They should have just told him, don't do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, he He wasn't stealing anything. I don't really don't see how they could arrest him. I guess he was in person. So basically, a man was arrested for every day for one year. A 27-year-old student was arrested for eating at different Kentucky Fried Chicken locations in South Africa. He used to walk in and tell the employees that he was sent from the KFC headquarters for a quality check. Every single time he walked into a KFC, um, he was never refused. Used to show up with a lot of confidence, and he walked the walk and stuff. <laughs> he took him in. Bold. He hit him up for a like meal for, for a quality check. He actually got away with this for a year until people in the KFCs caught on that there was no quality check inspector that was coming and hitting him up for meals. And they actually arrested the guy. That's Come a on. little much. I you didn't have to give up the check-in. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. As an employee, you say, what's your name? 
what is your name, quality inspector? They can go check it in on the on the corporate list or whatever. And they didn't do their due diligence, and he's paying the price. I like. I bet it. you. Good for him. Good I for bet him you. It, I bet you it would work for you if you did it. Like you put on a suit and stuff. Really? You got you got you got to put on a suit. And you got to have the briefcase. Yeah, I mean, you go with the suit and the briefcase. Yeah, hey guys, yeah. you know what I mean, what's up? It's, it's, the problem with that like, game? It's not like they there's a KFC on, badged. Yeah, yeah, yeah they like know inspector. me at my locals. I got to go out of town to do it. They know me at three locations. Check it, Inspector. <laughs> hey, great job. You got to hand it to the guy. He Once again, I well. wouldn't arrest the guy. I just tell him, all right, all right. Just you, say, you know, you jig is up. Yeah, hey, go ahead. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You're done. You're on your Good way. job, but you're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Up, slick picks, slick picks in Boston tuning in. Slick picks. Slick picks says, "Yeah, you need the uh, you need the clipboard too when you go to the Kentucky Fried Chicken." Good call. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Suit. I'm telling you, case, the clipboard, clipboard, the briefcase, just a stack of papers. You know, Cam, like when you yeah. see the guy from like Kit Kat, like at the corner store, and he's like, he always looks stressed and stuff. He's got his briefcase <laughs> with a stack of papers. You basically walk into, you'd be good at it. You sort of have the suit with the tie, pull the Berkey, the Brian Burke. Yeah, a little bit loose looser. Tie. Wow. And a cheap, like tie, a cheap suit, though. Yeah, yeah, your NFL tie. Like, look at all cheap and sort of <laughs> come in and just sort of go, hey, guys, oh, yeah, seventh location yeah. of the day. I'm so tired yeah. of this stuff. Just give me the two-piece. Yeah, <laughs> just tell them after, yeah, I, I got to test the potatoes, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. mashed potatoes. I need, like, I need sorry. mashed I need yeah, uh, see, I've, already, I've, got, I've been doing fries all day. I got to test the mash, you know. And good call, say, uh, good I'm call. so effing sick of this. Drop a couple of looking. Remember yeah, our guy Richard Garner? In. A quick story before we bring Big Man in. Richard Garner, our buddy, our former colleague, we've had him on the show. He, um, so Richard Garner um, could sneak in anywhere, basically. Any stadium. Right? Yep. Yeah, like, you know, it's his thing. Like, he'd be like, yeah, 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 I'm not paying. I'll meet you guys inside. <laughs> Him. I'm like, he goes, come with me. I'm, I told him, if I come with you, we'll get arrested. You don't want me to go with you. So Garner can get it anywhere, right? right? Like World Series games, he ran on the field, he snuck in, whatever, you name it. So, like, all-star game, he walked right in. True. <laughs> yeah, so we're in Vegas, and he goes, I'll get in. And I told him, you're not getting in. It was at Mandalay Bay, and I told him. UFC fight. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I said, you said, you're not getting in, bro. I said, look, it's like an airport. Like, there's metal detectors. There's cops. Like, you know what I mean? There's no way to sneak in. All right? So he goes, I'll get in. So we're there, and Garner, man, he's like a master criminal, this guy. Like, he's, he's really like, good. He's standing there. He's standing there, and he goes, I'll see you inside. And he just leaves. <laughs> and he comes back, and he's got a laminate on. 
from another yeah. UFC, Cam. Brilliant. Brilliant. He puts the Lammy on. He stands there. He waits until Dana White, Lorenzo Fertitta, and the UFC Kingpin bosses well, walked in. Yeah, well, you did. My new entourage. He walked in right Brilliant. Brilliant. You know what he with did? Balls. He, he got on his cell phone, talking to no one, and he started yelling like he made a scene. Yeah. I'm going to be inside in two effing minutes. Everything better be ready. It better be ready. I'm right here. I'm, I'm coming in right now. Yeah. Dude, they just parted like the Red Sea. It's amazing. Yeah, I was he there just, for that. Like, he didn't, like, slide in. He got oh. on his phone. He goes, I'll be inside in two effing minutes. Everything better be ready. And he sort of just played boss. Hey, what's up? He looked at the cops and security. What's up? He got scanned and stuff. Bing. Yeah. <laughs> and conversely, me being the I'm worst. Telling you, at if that you thing, own it, if you walk in yeah. like you own it, you can walk in anywhere, bro. True. You I can impersonate anybody. KFC. Yeah, I might be able to do the KFC, but remember what happened that card game? Remember I bought those tickets and there were forgeries and they didn't let me in? No, they didn't. <laughs> remember that guy with like the one leg? Like, what a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what am I doing? Buying Super Bowl yeah, tickets? Like, I just got grabbed by a veteran. <laughs> yeah, he did a good job. That guy, yeah, he had one leg. He really tricked me, man. Like, he was good. He was a real good grifter. Those tickets, yeah. The guy's like, fakes. <laughs> Two hundred dollars down the tube. Vegas. Thanks. Man, there's a lot of grifters in Vegas. There bro. sure is. That guy was he was he was good. He was very very good. That's very good. big man on campus. <laughs> All right. Now. What's man. up, big man? Doing well, guys. How are you? Oh, we're okay, oh, we're buddy. Good, 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 good. Just saying. You know, have you ever impersonated someone? Like you can. I'm telling you, man. You can do it if you own it. You got to. I've it. done it. I've done it at concerts before. I've done it at concerts where I've just walked backstage. Like, I just, you just, just basically, you just plow. Exactly. If you look confident and you don't sneak, you you walk right up to them. You know what I'm saying? Or you just look them right in the eye and bang. You just go right, right for the jugular. You can do it. It takes balls. But nobody ever thinks, like, people, it's weird. In this world that we're in, nobody really trusts anybody. But at the same point in time, as humans, we're pretty trusting. You know what I mean? Hey, can you watch yep. my bag for like people will trust yeah. people quickly. Like even in bars, hey, watch my well, you know, watch my bag. I'm just going to the bag. You know what I'm saying, Cam? Like yep, we are sure. trustworthy people by nature. So if someone like Cam, if you're sitting in a big man, if you're sitting in a bar or you're sitting in a restaurant and some guy walks in in a pilot suit, you assume he's a pilot. I do. Yeah, you're right. not going to think, oh, yeah. this guy's dressed up as a yeah, pilot. You're not going to think you? he's, yeah, he's a grifter <laughs> dressed up. Yeah, you're going to think yeah, he's yeah. a pilot. <laughs> that's what makes like, life kind of dangerous, too, you know, because people just, uh, you know, they just kind of blend in, you know, and it's kind of, it's kind yeah, of crazy yeah. to think about. But, yeah, very true. I hate but, to uh, say it, but yeah, but if you you're willing seen, to be a real ever, dickhead and connive and stuff, you can get far in this world. I mean, you ever see that, uh, you ever see that short video? It, it's always on, uh, people post on Twitter all the time of that, uh, He's like an older, like, uh, he, like, pats people down at, like, a sporting event. It's like an older guy, and he just, like, he doesn't even touch the people as they walk in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I saw that. that? <laughs> yeah, I think he's a bitch. Yeah, it's, like, kind of creepy. Like, anybody can kind of do what they want to do, stuff like that. But, yeah, no, I don't think I've ever snuck in anywhere. I've tried to, but, I mean, I always get caught. I've snuck into a lot. 
I'm yeah, stuck into a time, lot of. I told you, Gabe, the first time I tried stealing, I got caught. Like, it's just not in my, I'm not good. Like, I'm not smooth, you know? Like, as a young kid, like some hockey cards, the guy's right behind me, the owner. Got to come back to his place after school, mop the place. You know what I mean? Lesson learned, man. Like, it's just some people, you just, Garner's good. He's cunning. Like, you have to have that in you. Like, I'm too, just, it, it, you got to be a certain type of person to make it work. You're right, but confidence well, I'll say is key. This. The, I'm not going to, I won't, I won't incriminate myself on the radio, but I, I, I have, I've stolen a few things, but. Yeah, it could be a while ago. Um, all right, uh, big man. So um, we'll get to the Michigan stuff, but we'll give you a chance uh, to. Uh, and I missed the tweet, actually. Somebody, because somebody in the chat earlier said, uh, they said, oh, big man's coming on. And they said, oh, I liked his tweet to you that said, come on, you already won enough or whatever. <laughs> and I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see it. I don't know what, what you were referring uh, to after, after I tweeted. The, the problem with Twitter, the problem with Twitter is, and this is why I like to do stuff like, I like to do periscopes because when you say something to someone on Twitter, you can, you can kind of like intertwine what you're really saying, or you can kind of make it sound like it isn't as good. But I, I guess it was more or less for me just being like, oh my God, I'm sick of hearing this. Uh, you know, you're lucky you get to move on. But, but no, I, I think, I think last night, uh, I think after thinking about it and, and obviously it being like 12 hours since, I mean, there's a lot of things that I look back on with that game and, and that series and, and I find irritating. And I, I again, I, I, I've made it clear to you that I'm not a Brett Brown supporter. Um, I don't look at last night's game and say, that's the only reason he should be fired. I don't think there was things that he could have prevented last night, but it really is a collection of things that Brett Brown hasn't done that make me want him to be fired. But no, I, last I night, get I mean, it. You I get it, but a team short of Jay yeah. Wright, I would say, you know what I mean? No. Like, there's not, you saw, right. even the Lakers, even the Lakers had a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if it's, it, it's got to be Jay Wright. If, and if that's the direction you want to go, then go. But th- this ownership has also discussed that really before the playoffs started, that if they didn't get past, you know, the second round, he, he may be on the chopping block. And, I'm just not sure you can continue to justify guys. I mean, they gave him what he needed and he wasn't able to get the job done. I just think he's a guy that it, I think for like a process, like a, a team like that, I think he's fine, but I, I don't know that he's able to really deal with some of these attitudes. I don't think he's stern enough. If you notice, unless he's just, Embiid is just totally defying what he says, but I, I just find it interesting that he continues to like not bring up, like get in the pain you know, all this different stuff. A lot of it, I think, is just him just being passive. And I'll bring this up, but he never gets technicals. He never seems to really flip out much. I just don't know that he has kind of the personality needed to, to coach his team going forward. But I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. But you're right. I don't know if other than Jay Wright. And I think you can make Jay Wright happen. I mean, you can throw him the right amount of money. I think it's time for him to leave. I think it'd be perfect. All right, big man on campus uh, with us. Game time decisions, uh, Red Heat Rage uh, Radio continues. We'll spend a couple of more minutes uh, with Big Man. Uh, we'll get into this uh, Michigan stuff. He's got a good idea as far as who they should hire, although the bold pick, uh, bold pick and more.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right. Thanks, Jack. Game Drive Decisions. I beat the page on radio. Fantasy Sports on radio. Now, we're just quickly on Brett Brown, and I get it. Been there for years. Uh, there's an expectation that they, they should take that next step. I totally understand it. Just from an outsider's perspective, and I know Cam feels the same way, I thought he did a pretty good job in this series. I did, too. Um, yep. You know, the, the, the franchise here, Joel Embiid, I think really had – you know, big man, I know I'm upset. You know, some of the things with Embiid, he's upset me. But at the same point in time, I'll uh, I'll give him credit. He took it uh, he took it like, a, it man like a man last night. And sure I'm not did. I'm not mocking him for crying or anything like that. It shows he cares, he wants it. And after the No, he wasn't. No, no he wasn't. But it's the conditioning, right? And it's sure. the three point shots, and you're right, he doesn't get in the paint enough. And don't think for a second, man, like Gasol and Ibaka got in his head a bit, bro. He started hanging around the three-point line. He didn't want to really go in there, and that's on him. You know what I mean? And it's not Brett Brown's fault that Jimmy Butler doesn't know how much time is left on the clock. Like, they all just sort of melted down in the last minute or so. But just for the record, here's Joel Embiid on Brett Brown. I've been off of social media. I heard all these rumors. I just think it's bullshit. He's done a fantastic job. He's been through everything, and then this year, I think he grew more as a coach. He's learned. We've all learned. It's hard when you've got five guys that can uh, do basically uh, score the ball. Yeah, he's French, so he's, you know, uh, do a lot of things on a basketball court. It's hard to put it together. At the end of the day, it comes down to the players. Uh, I don't think he should have to worry. He's an amazing coach and a better person. Obviously, I got a lot of love for him. If there's someone to blame, put the blame on me, uh, says Embiid. And He's not fully to blame, but he's part of it. Just as Ben Simmons not shooting is part of it, big man. And, you know, the thing with Ben Simmons is he's so good. But if you know he's not going to shoot, then you don't have to really – you never bite on a fake. You know what I'm saying? You're able to guard yeah. the other guys because you know he's not going to shoot. He's either going to take it to the back. So it's sort of like us with Van Fleet. It's like four against five. <laughs> it's like – it's like, well, you know, Fred ain't going to, or he's going to miss if he does, so let's leave him wide open. <laughs> Simmons has to work on his shot, and Bede needs to get in better shape. Like, you look at the Greek freak, he's ripped. You look at, like, uh, Kawhi, like, great cardio in shape, and Bede's just always gasping, man. He's always sweating. And he always just looks tired, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I've been reading about him that just, I guess he eats junk food and stuff. He doesn't have a good diet. No, and and that's I think that's something that he has to understand, and I think he is, and I think this is obviously going to help him in the long run. But I I don't know if you heard it, I'm guessing you didn't. But Benson Simmons today was incredibly hard to listen to in his news comments. He be, he, he gets almost defensive when people bring up the shot, and I I recommend you listen to it. I, I actually tweeted it uh, a few hours ago, but he, he he's almost in denial that. You know, he doesn't have to work on anything, and it, it, it's kind of irritating. But, you know, this team has a lot of question marks. And I actually want to make this clear. 
I, I, this won't be talked about enough, but I, I want to say it was on your show, maybe today, that you had Leo Routens on, and I, I heard him say something that I was happy that he mentioned. I thought defensively last night they were remarkable. I, I, I don't know that I've seen a defensive performance like that in a long time. Like I, I was really blown away, which is how difficult it was. I, I almost watched that game last night. It reminded me a lot of like a college game where one team just couldn't do anything right. I mean, offensively, yeah. they, they got what they could, but re- rebounding-wise, it was just laughable. I mean, every loose ball they couldn't get to. Defensively, they were just really uh, – it was remarkable. I, I will say last night, I, I was – and if, if they play that well against Milwaukee, I, I think they're going to have a, a real good shot to get the job done. Kawhi Leonard, I told you before, he looks about as close to Michael Jordan as anyone does in this league. Um, I'm very jealous that he's not on my team. And for as much as I said about the Raptors, I, I for you and for some of your listeners, for your sake, I hope he does sign. I don't want to see him anymore, but they, they were remarkable on defense. Remarkable. I think he will. It'll be hard to... Yeah, you know, it was a pretty special night last night. He was choked up. He was he actually yep. cried a bit where he came close to tears, as close as Kawhi is gonna come. There's actually a video going around of his uncle who kind of runs the show. And his uncle embraced Messiah Jiri, the GM after. But we need to chill out, man. It's only, you know, they've only won two playoff more, series. More know? work to be done, Gabe. Yeah. More work. But you're right, big more. man. I tweeted that yesterday too, Cam. I I, I with about two minutes left. I said, Man, this feels like a March Madness game. Like, normally NBA players, like, you saw the Sixer players, like, they sort of had the T-shirts over their face, and they were nervous, <laughs> they were standing. The Raptor players, they were like kids. Normally, you don't see grown men with every shot, and it was the emotion of it all. It really was a special, uh, it, was, it, was, it was special. But, big man, I compare Milwaukee to a college team a lot. They, they had, like, 50 wins by double digits. They smoked teams. Look at the division yep. that they played in. They played against the Bulls every night, the Cavs every night, the Atlanta Hawks every night. The Pacers are like the only good team in their division. It was like an easy, yeah. it was a joke for them. You look at like the Raptors, like they're battle tested now. So like a college team, big man, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like sort of like Duke when they lost. Or like I brought up earlier with Cam, like Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah. you're really good, but mm-hmm. you blow teams out all the time. And it's not that, oh, you can't hang with good teams. It's that. You're also, not used to playing in close games, and I think this exactly. can come back at Milwaukee, guys. Yeah, think about this, too, Gabe. What about the NCAA tournament? Look at Virginia. That is the classic example of not just one game. Usually it's one or two games where a team should lose and Good they call. win, and they, and they go on to do that. Look at Virginia. Every single game, the Auburn game, they just kept on finding a way, finding a way, finding a way. And then the final game, when it got close with Texas Tech, they went, they went over the hedge, right, big man? You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Milwaukee's yeah. taking care of business pretty easily. They haven't had any real real negativity towards them. Like, if the Raptors get up one or two nothing, I think that could be – they could be like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here, right? And, and this is – and this kind of really goes back to why, like, for me, I, I think the series goes deeper than, like, how badly I thought in certain games. Like, in game seven, I thought Brett Brown was outcoached. I mean, he didn't do much to re- – like, you look at what Nick Nurse did. I mean, d- you know, doubling MVD, you know, finding ways to get the ball out of his hands, making him play really not anywhere near the, 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 the block, you know, different things. You know, Brett Brown didn't do things like that. I mean, I'm not sure on the last play how you continue to allow Kawhi Leonard to get the basketball. I, he, he wouldn't get the ball out of Kawhi Leonard's hands. It was horrific from a coaching perspective. But, again, all we can do at this point is, is move on. Um, th- this city is very negative right now. Uh, every call that I have and I've heard that have called into the radio, 
you know, Brett Brown, Brett Brown, Brett Brown. Um, it's There's definitely a lot of irritation around here. It's the players, too. I know. I can't believe that Philly fans are irritated by something like But it's it's um, it's the players, like Embiid said. It's up to but, the players. But, yeah, the players sense. weren't good enough either. I mean, J.J. Reddick well, you're right. was – Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse didn't have a great yeah. series, big man, but he, he did, did save yeah. his best for last in which – I think he did. He put Gasol in a pocket together, and he did something yeah. that he didn't do once in the entire playoffs. Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry were on the court together. And yeah. he'd never done that before and because it's small, but it spread things, and it worked. It was during that 16-0 run, and he was like, all right, let's put the little guys in, and it worked, actually. Now, this is something, you talk about the Raptors' defense, and I'm telling you, it's elite, man. Like, you look at the plays yeah. Kyle Lowry made and Ibaka these guys made and Gasol, but there's something really interesting that um, the Rosa girl on ESPN tweeted out that she found out from the Raptors. Joel Embiid speaks French, right? Yep. And basically doesn't speak Spanish. So when Mm -hmm. Gasol and Ibaka were covering and switching up, they would speak Spanish to each other. And nobody would understand. Like in real life, you're English. It's like switch up, switch up. And they hear you. They can hear you say this. They were speaking Spanish. And get this. Siakam speaks French, and so does Ibaka. Ibaka speaks multiple languages. So whenever Ibaka's on the court, he talks French to Siakam, and he talks Spanish to Gasol. And they're saying it like it confuses people. They don't know. You don't know what they're saying. It's just these little um, things. I've, I've talked about this before. I think one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in the NBA was when I saw Serge Ibaka in a press conference. He literally spoke four different languages. Like he'd answer one question <laughs> in one language, the Each next country. Yeah. And it was just, it was extremely impressive. Like with kind of this, he's an impressive guy, man. When he hit that, there was a contested three last night. He hit when he hit that three, it was, I think the second one he made, I had a bad feeling. I just, this isn't going to happen. I mean, nothing is seemingly went the right way, but he's an impressive guy. That's impressive to hear about. Yeah, he isn't always though. He melts it in sometimes. It's frustrating. Yeah, it's weird. He's very yeah. He's like when he's when he's on, he's amazing, Gabe. But when he's yeah. off, he is off. Hey, big man, me and Gabe were talking last night. I tweeted yeah. it out, Cam. I was going to say, but I tweeted out last night early in the game. I said, "Oh, thank God!" I said, "We got the good Serge today." Good Ibaka, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I good. Could, oh, sorry, what were you going to say, Cam? <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to ask Big Man just about the series price. Like me and Gabe were talking about it, Big Man from our book. I would have made Milwaukee about a buck eighty, and maybe just a, because of the Greek freak, two dollars tops. Uh, and we're looking at three bucks, like minus 300. I think that is a crazy, crazy line. I'm not saying Milwaukee might not win the series, but they shouldn't be three to one favorites. What's your take? Yeah, I, you know, it, you know, I, I really like I talked about Routens. You had him on. I, I thought that interview was well done. I, he, he gave me a lot of like good info from kind of like an integral perspective. I think he was right. I think a lot of the things you said were right. I think the Sixers and the Magic are kind of a yeah, tougher matching up. Matchup. Man, you're right. About him, yeah. them matching up. They're not the most athletic team. These guys, Connington, Meritick, no, no. like yeah. it's sure. Raptors. Like are deeper than they are. I think. Yeah, I mean, you can get. I mean, you can always on on certain books. You can do these like um, handicaps, like kind of on you know six or you know Raptors plus one and a half games. Like that's something I'm going to definitely look at here. Yeah, um, you can get plus one and a half for the Raptors at plus one fifteen. I think this oh, yeah. series could go that, seven. I, I, that wouldn't surprise me. 
All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, right. sounds, sounds good, Yank. Good job. And uh, on the other side, we'll spend a couple of more minutes with Big Man, and we'll get into our today. We'll get to the camp. We'll get into the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs here tonight. Quick take on Michigan basketball situation after an NBA draft lottery. Tomorrow. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. What's up? Back to live action. Don't let the shot clock run out, Gabe. Turn, take a shot and open up a sports wager and count at your favorite place, FanDuel. New Jersey's largest sports book by going to fanduel.com slash grid and you'll get a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wager account at fanduel.com slash grid. Call into the show with your winning wager and walk us through the bet. We'd love to hear from you. Go to fanduel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to 500 bucks today, Marense. All right, good job, uh, Cam. All right, big man. He's got a couple of minutes uh, here, and me and Cam, uh, as promised, we'll get into that uh, San Jose-St. Louis, even though I gave you some pretty daunting numbers that the Sharks are 20-2 and two in their last two home games in the playoffs. So, uh, big man, John Beeline. I was a little concerned last year. There was talk about him and the Pistons, and they did talk. And, you know, he seemed to think long and hard about it. But it did catch me off guard this morning as well that John Beeline left Michigan for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Surprised me a little bit, the Cavaliers. He's 66 years old. Yet, the NBA lottery is tomorrow. And Zion Williams, it could be a Cleveland Cavalier. I mean, he, he could be. It's just, it's, you know, people are talking about the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks. And me and Cam were talking about this earlier. You wonder, he's such a nice guy. And the NBA is a different animal. He's never been in the NBA. It's just, it's a completely different world. But for a young team, I get it. And truth be told, Michigan style would sort of play well in the NBA. Like, Beeline is three ball heavy. He's sort of a, he was like a college analytics guy, big man. You know what I mean? Beeline doesn't like the long two. He doesn't like the two-point shot. He likes yep. the three. He likes to spread the court. He wants to play defense. Like, his style of coach, like, his X's and O's could fit in the NBA. I just wonder about him being kind of 66 and being a college yeah. guy forever. I mean, I think one thing about the Cavs that I, th- I think is, for him, something interesting is uh, this is a real young team. I mean, outside of you know, your Kevin Love, you know, a guy like that. I mean, for the most part, this is a real young team. I mean, as you said, they're going to get a high-profile player in the, the, the you know, the t- top five picks. I, I think he can relate to a lot of these young guys. Look, I, he wouldn't work on a, a team with a ton of veterans like we have left. But, uh, I mean, look, uh, he's a terrific college coach. I, I think I mean, he's pretty much inheriting a quasi-college team in a way. Uh, yeah, I, I think he'll do well. I don't think he'll fail anyway. I think he's that good as a coach. Uh, it's always interesting to see guys and how they'll make the move. Uh, people have made the, the, the comment that college coaches don't do well in the NBA, but that, that's not true. There, there's a lot of college coaches that have done real well in the NBA. Uh, I think he'll do yep. just fine. As far as what Michigan will do, I told you, and, and I'm going to continue to yep. say, I think they should hire Jawan Howard. I, I think he's a perfect uh, pick for them. I think he's a guy that will come in 
really bring the, the continued culture back? Look, is he going to be successful as Beeline? No, it's going to be real hard to ever get to that point. But he's a good recruiter. I think he's a guy that can get these kids interested and bring them in. Uh, he's a, you know, obviously an NBA guy. We've seen kind of what Penny Hardaway has been able to do with that kind of well, thing. He's close, he has a lot actually. of experience. To an NBA, yeah. like he's he's at the time in his sure. career now where he's on the NBA list. Like he, you know what I mean? He's usually yep. his name is brought up for NBA jobs. He's been an assistant for a long time. Really, you know, going back to the Fab Five days, one of the best players in Chicago high school. Then Fab Five, very illustrious, long time NBA career. Well, he's on the Miami Heat too with LeBron and stuff, I believe. So he's, he's won. He's been around. Very well respected NBA guy. Could he recruit? We'd find out. I mean, he was a member of the Fab Five. I wonder, though, big man, the Fab Five aren't exactly the most welcome people on that campus, bro. Like, Chris Webber was a yeah. man. Like, you know, and he was part of it, you know? Sure. And I think, you know, obviously, that, that's, that's obviously an interesting point. I think, obviously, his ability and, and respect as a, an assistant already, I think, is obviously speaks for itself. I think also, you know, we, we kind of have to start and continue to talk about how relatable a lot of these coaches are to these young kids. I mean, it's a different time. These are different kids you're coaching. Um, I, I've, I've saw, you know, I've seen Penny Hardaway live, and, and I just see the kind of, kind of the, the, the relationship he has with a lot of these kids. He's not much different than they are. He still is kind of from the same generation. Um, Jawan Howard's the same way. I, I heard a story recently about Jawan Howard at a uh, at a youth. Uh, he was at the EYBL, which is a youth Nike youth camp, and he was walking around in his Gucci jacket, and he was getting all this um, all this attention. And kids were loved it. Kids loved him. He's relatable to a lot of these young kids, and I think uh, I think you need that kind of pedigree back. And we've seen that Michigan's kind of they did it in football. You're bringing back alumni and kind of going that route. I think it's interesting, maybe his son at some point, I don't know, maybe that's an avenue they go, or do they go just a college route where they go after a Porter Moser or a Kevin Willard or a, or, or Mike Bray or somebody like that. I don't think they'll make a bad decision. I'm just interested in seeing kind of, Mike we're Bray starting to see a lot of these NBA guys kind of go back into, into college. You know, I think that Penny Hardaway mold, I think it's the way a lot of teams are going to go. This is a sad day for college basketball though, to lose a guy like John Beeline. I mean, he's, He's possibly the best coach in the country. Uh, it, it's definitely a big loss, but he'll do he'll do really well in Cleveland. But I think Michigan will make a good decision either way, whatever way they go. Um, yeah, the thing with Beeline is too, he didn't like college basketball. That they were never going to clean it up. I guess like yep. he's really been sure. upset Shady about characters. It. He was a real religious yeah. guy too, like clean guy. Yeah, he's for real. Like, yep. yeah, yeah, I've heard like, that. It's real, real when it comes to that. So, I, there's a story about how someone. Someone gave Spike Albrecht and him like an ice cream sundae or something at like a local heard restaurant. That, yeah. And he <laughs> said, you can't eat that. Like, he basically like, he was like, sorry. Like he's really, he's like really I, by I the book. I think he thought there was alcohol in the drink or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, it was whatever the story was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. All right, we got to get out of here in, in, uh, in a minute or two here. Big man. So any, any baseball bets for you? It doesn't look like the, Yan- I don't know. Suddenly stop raining. But it's probably going to start again. It's not very nice. The field looked pretty wet and stuff. I don't know if they're going to get that game in. I, uh, I've i been in such basketball mode. I haven't really been in baseball mode the last couple of days, guys. But before I let you go, big man, any baseball bets tonight? Yeah, I, I kind of like the Twins. I mean, I'll continue kind of rocking with them. They've been a great home team this year. They've won 11 of their 13 home games by uh, 
the games that they've won by two or more. I like what I'm seeing out of Berrios. He's been – I mean, Berrios hasn't walked anyone since April 20th. I mean, he's Nuts. he's in the zone right now, and this Angels team has not been good on the road. They're only hitting 227 away from home. I think the Twins could get a nice little 6-2 type of game win tonight. I, I'll lean Twins, but it's a, a low-level card, not a ton to really look at. Um, I kind of like the Phillies could be a live well. dog tonight, guys. Uh, the Pirates. That's my Pirates. team. That's my dog tonight. I'm on the Pirates tonight with Kingham, plus 155. That's my dog. And another yeah, uh, small dog Yeah, I don't think the Diamondbacks tonight. are good enough to lay that kind yeah. of number. I think the White Sox are worth a look at plus 135 against Bieber, too. Those are the two dogs I'm looking at, Gabe. But I really agree with you. I think the Pirates are the best dog on the board. You think the White Sox are worth a look every night? <laughs> hey, they're pretty good. Took two or three from Toronto as plus money. Hey, who's, laughing know, at Gialli- who's laughing at Giolito now? Nobody. That's who. They were dogs every game in that series. Cleveland, Cleveland are money burners, too. Cleveland yeah. are big money burners. They sure are. Yeah, big man. They sure loves the White Sox for years. Like uh, when they I do, when they get good, I don't they, know you why. Deserve, <laughs> you're on the wagon. Like where if you they get good, you you're you're allowed to be. Uh, I hate the Cubs, but you know you're right. I'm a closet White Sox fan. I hate to admit it. I am. <laughs> if uh, yeah, you like Hawk, <laughs> um, he gone. He's gone though, unfortunately. Yeah, he gone. gone. I know for real. Oh. It's a problem. Um, the White now Sox we got are 18, and 18 and 21. They're up yep. 90 bucks on the year if you bet every game. Yep. You're up 90 bucks. Not bad, because they were actually down money earlier. They've actually been on a little bit of a more of a roll. Milwaukee might be an interesting dog to, tonight, too, with Peralta against Nola, like Phillies laying six. Yeah, I'm not, Those, yeah, it's I'm not buying that. They, they, they're bad on the road, Kim. And they're only hitting 218 on the road. Peralta's been an absolute disaster. And Nola's actually starting to look up a little bit. I think a lot of people are going to look at that game and like, oh, they're a pretty good dog, but... They scored two runs over the last two games against that Cubs team. I just don't think they're very good on the road. I'm starting to kind of get that feeling with that group. But, um, you know, they have a good bullpen, but they're pretty overworked. They had an extra inning game Saturday, traveled on Sunday. I think they're going to be a little beat up in a bullpen. Big man on campus. Uh, Big man, we got to get out of here. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for the time. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. All right. It appears like we've got some uh, some YouTube issues going on right now, but we're still uh, we're rocking here. We got a couple of minutes left on the radio. Um, yeah. We've got this hockey game here tonight. I don't know, Cam. Like, man, this this San Jose team, man, Logan Couture, these guys. Good. I know they're good. They're really they're, they're, good. they're clicking right now, bro. Yeah, the I mean, Blues have been great on the road. I, it's one of those things, Gabe. I got to go back to it because what they've done on the road. But you're right, like. If you like San Jose, it's a short price. When are you going to get the Sharks at, like, I thought that this line would be 50 cents. It's 35 cents, 40 cents. Like, it's like, it's weird. The Sharks are a favorite, and they're playing well, yet they're still not getting respect. I'm on the Blues because of their road pedigree in the playoffs. But, hey, man, you made a great case for the Sharks. I'm not going to talk you out of it. They're awesome. They're at home, you know? In the yeah, over. they're putting up. Over. Uh, it's not, Five it's and unbelievable. A Look. Logan Couture's 45 playoff uh, goals trail. Only uh, Washington Capitals, uh, Alexander Ovechkin, for the most in the wow. playoffs since 2010. Guy's so underrated. Double-digit goal never... totals and yep. multiple postseasons make him the sixth off the active player with that distinction. Uh, Couture resides two playoff points shy of 100. Huh. Uh, like, it's, it's, you know, these guys, like I said, man. Stud. Jeremy, Jeremy Roenick said this when they, they were down... We had him on game seven when they played Vegas that morning. Yep, I remember. And we, we said, who do you like? And he said, oh, he goes, they didn't come this far to lose. 
You said there's something. There's this is a different shark team. There's something about this team, and here we are right now. There is something about this team, Cam. You know what I mean? Like they they believe in themselves, and they're a deep team. And if Martin Jones stops pucks, then they, you know they've really got a shot, and they're really good at home. Like I said, I think the Sharks and the Bruins would be a fun Stanley Cup final. That'd be some, that'd be some good hockey. Yeah. Oh, you know me, Gabe. I've, I I'd be putting on S.J. Sharky. I might go and get get a jersey. Anybody but Boston, man. I'm telling you. And what Marchand did yeah, to I'll Justin Williams that last game? That. What he did to Justin Williams and stuff. The guy's a low life like, scum. He's a scumbag. And uh, I I want somebody to do something about it. But you know, Carolina's got to step up. They've been very disappointing this series. And Mrazek, I agree with George Kurtz. McElhaney played his ass off. Mrazek's not the same guy. Why wouldn't you just put Curtis McElhaney in there? He was fantastic against the Islanders. It's not like he's a yeah. – it's Gabe. They're not starters. It's 1A and 1B. Like, they they shared time throughout the season. I don't understand. Like, I love Rod Brindamore, but he's got a real, like, allegiance to Mrazek. I would I put McElhaney in. Like, he – McElhaney – I know I'll guarantee you something. McElhaney starts game three guaranteed tomorrow. He 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 starts that game. He has to. Think so? Going back home. I'm gonna say guaranteed. Yeah, I'll put my like if I put a bet on it, I guarantee like I'd I'd bet it like now. I guarantee he'll start that game. Tomorrow's the series. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're they lose tomorrow. But... Oh, yeah, they got to win both games. Out of like the, the thing is, they've lost both games on the road. They can win two games at home, but Boston doesn't seem like the team that you know they'll probably steal one. I'll be betting Carolina game three though. You know, teams yeah, don't get swept too. anymore. They won't. They don't get swept anymore, except for the Islanders series. <laughs> I didn't bet. Uh, I didn't bet the game the other night. So, I've taken. Listen, I've taken a. Uh, I got tired of betting against Boston and being wrong. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they just keep finding a ways. It's crazy. Before the playoffs started, I thought there was value on them too, because I didn't think the East was that great. But I thought the Leafs could get them. But you know, it is. It is what it is. But I really do. I really do believe San Jose is going to beat them, Ken. And I'm yeah, not just I saying that because I don't like the Bruins or anything not. like that. Like I legitimately, no, no. from a hockey perspective, I agree. They're very similar teams. Boston are like you know they bully you and they they cheap shot you and they get you to do stupid things and it's weird, Cam, because the East is supposed to not sure. be like that. But every team they played has been a finesse team in the playoffs. San Jose, San Jose is deeper, right? San Jose is deeper. Yeah, like them, the, thing, I, the Leafs don't crash and bang. Columbus didn't crash and bang. No, they didn't. Carolina are a skating team. They don't like dump it in and try to knock your head off. The Sharks are big dudes, man. Carlson's a good defenseman. Brett Burns will not be intimidated by Marshawn. Like Marshawn will get his head taken off down yeah, there. I know, and I can't like, wait. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a different Couture, Pavelski. They're not. They're not intimidated by bigger. They're a big team. And I, I always remember, like, the knock on the Sharks all the time is, oh, Vegas are going to be too fast for them. The Sharks are too plotting. Sharks are a uh, plotting team. They're Colorado, too fast think. for them. They I know they are, but they're St. also Louis. big. That's the problem. They average, like, 230. Damn, they're big dudes, the Sharks, bro. I know they are. They're monsters. They're monsters. <laughs> like, I'm with you. It's actually funny. I checked my MyBookie account, Gabe, and I, I have futures on the Sharks that I made, like, I think when I started the show with Kurtz at 11 to 1, I put, like, 30 bucks on them or something like that, right? So, you know what I mean? I'm actually, like, other than the Blues, I want to win the series. I'm like, at least I have something with San Jose because I think they're deeper than Boston. Like, this, the thing about Boston, if Pasternak, Bergeron, and those other guys, like, I, I understand. Johansson's been stepping up. Charlie Coyle stepped up. I don't think they do it enough, though. The thing about San Jose, 
Look at San Jose's stars. They have a million of them. Burns, Carlson, Timo Meyer, Logan Couture, Pavelski's back. Like, I can say San Jose legitimately has nine to ten guys that are amazing, and Boston has, like, five. Would you not agree? Like, yeah. they're deeper. They're I, deeper. They're better. Boston, like, Boston about is found away, but I think San Jose, well, listen, San Jose's got to take care of business first and get there, but I think they will. Uh, Mike Fires last start, he threw no hitter, right? Yeah, that's why I'm fading them tonight, Gabe. Yeah, guys, you see suck the next time after yeah. they throw no hitter. Give me Kikuchi, Kikuchi, Kikuchi. We only got two minutes, so what are you betting on? Seattle and Kikuchi, as I said. I like the Mariners. I like the Twins with Big Man. Uh, and Oakland, Seattle over. I'm also going to go over. Fires is going to be a dumpster fire tonight. Uh-oh, I said it. Another no-header. Uh, over eight and a half, Gabe. Two small pooches for you. <laughs> Pirates plus 155. Actually, a medium-sized dog in the White Sox. He gone. Plus 140. St. Louis plus a half regulation and the over five and a half. What do you got, Gabe? You know what? I'm going to roll the dice. Um, I'm going to roll the dice on the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Yar. I was thinking about the Brewers here, too, tonight. As a dog. Me, too. Big man shut it down, but I'm still on it. I like the Brewers plus 135, too. Screw it. I'm not really in baseball research here, but I was seeing earlier. I don't know if it was Modica, but I saw people talking about how they don't trust Nola tonight, that there's some bad trends with Nola. I, like I don't that. trust them laying this type place. Give me the Brewers plus 132. Give like me the Pirates plus, uh, plus 155. Uh, NHL hockey. Ice hockey. <laughs> the San Jose Sharks. I just want 40 up to stay away from the total. Good job, Pam. Thank you, Yang. Good job. Other than that, you're on your own. May the winners be closed.